0: The Swagger Podcast and its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this league or the podcast, and opinions between guests may conflict. This podcast does not endorse anything as the truth. That you have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth
1: on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. We fought everybody in
0: this We won everything. Oh! nay motherfucker slide right. if you fuck with me i know that for sure right. slide right. fuck with me slide right. slide right. i know that for sure slide you motherfucker slide right. slide right. i know that for sure
2: Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Me. 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 Welcome to the Swagger
0: Podcast, bitches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the one and only Swagger Podcast with your host, Douglas Fontaine, and co host. Nick Lichtenstein, and face. Thane DeLon. Before we get into the shenanigans that is the Swagger podcast, I have to tell you that Uncle Douglas, Jarrett Lasserre was not able to join us again this week for the episode. Our thoughts and prayers go out to his daughter Isabella and the entire Lasaire family. We're wishing them all the best. Our thoughts and prayers will continue to be with them, and we look forward to her getting well soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the one and only Swagger Podcast. We got some guests in the house today. Yes, we do. How y'all doing? It's Nick Ross, the boss, on the microphone, coming to play. We also have our new mainstay in the studio. Welcome to the mainstage, the beautiful Miss Courtney. Hello. Dollar beers, dollar shots at the back bar. Dollar beers, dollar shots at the back bar. Next song, next song only.
3: Look, uh, just go ahead and say it right out front. Uh, no premature ejaculation jokes today, okay? Three was the limit for last week.
0: <laughs>
4: I did not have any shots of tequila, though. So I
3: almost, I almost had good. to go to ER because I, I I rubbed Ambasol all over my penis last night before I had sex with you. What
4: the hell is Ambasol?
3: <laughs> it numbs your gums. <laughs> so does cocaine.
0: Okay, moving on. We got... A swaggerette MVB in the ho- We got our swagger, <laughs> not a B. Most valuable bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next up we got our Kay. swaggerette
3: MVP. Can't have a swaggerette MVP curse if you're not an MVP because you're a MVB ass bitch.
0: <laughs> Get a <it>, music. <laughs> It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette, Guest of the Week. Um. Alright, Celeste, the fresh princess of Hilaire. I'd say early odds-on favorite for best swagger name. Definitely in the final four. Uh, I do like that name.
3: I tell you what, these Jarros, we have Casey or her husband here today, who's not nearly good enough to be on the podcast, but <laughs> he does look like he works on motors right next to me. <laughs> he does. He does. That was one of the best looks like. Casey Jarro looks like he works on motors. Four-cylinders, six-cylinders, doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Anyway, the Jarro family as a whole comes hard with the, with the fantasy football names. I like how y'all incorporate players' names into y'all names. So, like, your name is Fresh Princess of Hell Air. Casey's name in guillotine is Hot Chub Tie Machine.
0: Mayfield of Dreams. Mayfield of Dreams. Yeah.
3: How about the kids? Do the kids incorporate
5: them? Uh The kids have the Von Miller Band. That's right. Um, Steel Curtain, which is Cohen. Um, and Cameron is Play Like a Girl. Which Cameron is Play is Like so so a Girl. Cute. And then Cole is Coltrane.
3: So, look. Jaro, as a family, come with some uh, solid names.
0: I get but that was going to be my question. We'll just go into questions. And okay, we'll go We'll talk ahead. about it after. So my question was, like, you come hard, right, picking that name before the draft. So to me, it's like you're kind of committed to drafting that player, right? Are you, Except for get-
3: your wife stole him.
0: Oh, Teresa stolen from Ooh, two little. picks before. <laughs> I didn't mean to strike a nerve there. <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, tell did. Tisa I'm to shank that bitch. I didn't realize y'all were even <laughs> in the same uh, division. But yeah, that's what I was gonna s I was gonna say. I mean that's obviously. Oh, that was you're, definitely you're the plan. Yeah.
5: Definitely the plan. And then okay. she kind of fucked
0: that up. Well, she she might have what looks like for Teresa later. I don't know. Yeah,
3: <laughs> she probably will. Uh, let, let me ask you this. Y'all have um Currently, I have seven teams in Swagger. One in Swaggerette, four in Swagger Junior, one in Swagger, and one in Swagger Guillotine. Um, y'all seem like y'all be a prime candidate for Swag Lock next year. What do you think?
5: I mean, I'm pretty sure my husband um, thinks that I'm now crazy, and we realize why watching football is so not fun when your scores are down. Um <laughs> But yes, yeah, Waglock, we're in. We, Is this your good. first
1: year playing fantasy?
5: Yes. However, you have to realize that I am one of three girls, and so I was my dad's boy. So I didn't have yeah. a choice but to like sports. So
1: basically, the uh, red zone free this year in DirecTV. Uh, that's a win-win. And, uh, well, unfortunately, next year I'm going to have to pay for it because <laughs> we have been accustomed no. No. to no. throwing phones no. at the TV.
0: <laughs> you're going to be all in for the $370
3: Sunday so, ticket max package. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: It's happening now.
3: And maybe, Celeste, you can answer this question. All jokes aside, the good thing about football for you guys is it brings it, it. makes it a family event on Sundays, am I right? Correct. So all of you guys get together in the same room and watch football and watch your scores and camaraderie and snacks and all the good stuff going.
0: Is that a, is that a common occurrence I, I, I on I think these? I know these guys well enough to, to know that they're watching football on Saturdays too.
5: Absolutely, and sometimes Friday nights. <laughs> Um, we're just a big football family. We're good with doing whatever, but it's definitely something that on Sundays we're rushing to get around the TV, and um, you know, con- like Casey might be cheering for whoever. Uh, I'm gonna cheer against them because they playing against me, so it's not happening.
0: There you go.
3: And do the kids get into it, like cheering against each other's teams and stuff like that?
5: Yeah, we have the fantasy pad, as they like to call it, um, that they fight over the entire time, so they can see. It was real interesting. I think two weeks ago when two of the kids played each other um so it, it gets a little fun
3: all i can say is wait till the playoffs get here because a lot of your kids are going to probably make the playoffs from what i saw and uh then it's really gonna be on so
4: santa might need to bring another fantasy pad or two to the Jaro. <laughs> I'll so for next season?
0: Do, do the kids get into the Swagger Junior podcast? Do they listen to it?
4: They do. We actually listen to
5: it sometimes on the way to school in the morning. I bring the middle schoolers in, so we'll listen to it sometimes. Um,
3: so, so whenever one of the, one of your kids, which is bound to happen, wins Swagger <laughs> Junior MVP, I'm gonna promote them to try to talk smack about the other kids, and I think they should get a free pass for a weekend with just the Swagger pad by themselves or the Fantasy pad by themselves.
5: The reason why this fantasy pad even exists is because, you know, virtual school wasn't so hot for the kids. Uh, All got punished from their electronics. So we basically told them that the only electronic that they were allowed to touch in the house was said fantasy pad. So now they were fighting over it.
0: So I heard a trick. You know, my kids are kind of younger. They don't have phones yet, but they do have some electronics tablets and whatnot. But I heard the trick is you don't take their phones or their electronics away. You take the chargers away. And then just watch them in misery <laughs> as their battery runs down to zero.
4: I often do that to Nick. <laughs> Start skitzing out and, like, scratching and stuff.
0: I
3: call so, bullshit.
0: So the Fantasy Pass hardwired, obviously, though, right? The Fantasy Pass is not running out of batteries. We no. no, Does, no.
3: Uh, did, you, did you take away any Casey's electronics? Or it was just the kids?
5: Well, I mean, he's got to see how bad he sucks, so no. Ooh, shots fired.
3: Ooh. Shots fired. Let's talk about your team a little bit, unless Aunt Courtney has a question for you. I her.
4: did have a question. It's such a mom question. I'm just curious. I have three kids. You have four. Just on the average, on a daily, how many times do you hear the word mom? 8,000? Maybe.
3: I'll take the over. Uh, when my kids come to me and say hey dad and I give them that look and they say oh yeah that's right I'm just gonna go ask mom, mom.
5: oh no Casey can definitely be there they just gonna walk straight past him oh
3: yeah we're invisible I don't know if you noticed, know but one of our superhero what the fuck is the word I'm looking for superpowers? the traits the inv-
0: invisibility cloaks
3: one of our superpowers as dads is to be invisible when kids yeah. need something so and we like to just dis- we make people disappear when we go poo for like an hour
4: <laughs> it's all <laughs> so- <laughs> this is all true
3: all right, let's talk about your team. Russell Wilson is your quarterback. Pretty damn good quarterback. I'm just going to pick your best players in my opinion. Miles Sanders and Jonathan Taylor. If Taylor can keep up his uh, streak of getting 70% of the carries, you'll be all right at running back. Your wide, your wide receivers is really where it's at, to be honest with you. DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, CD Lamb. So you got pretty, you got damn good wide receivers. Tyler Higby's your tight end and Greg Zerline in Seattle Seahawks defense. But you did leave 12.5 points on the bench for Cleveland Browns, which no person that's saying would ever uh, bench Seattle for Cleveland. So what I'm trying to say is you have a really strong team. Not only do you have a strong candidate for best name of the year, but you have a good team to be best team of the year as well. For those of you that don't know, she played Ashley this week. Last week, Ashley was the MVP. And Ashley and Celeste were in the top three and played each other. So it was kind of like an early season Super Bowl preview, if you will. And you won. Not you only did. did I, not only did you win, you almost doubled her up. I sure did. So, Ashley, um, thanks for coming on the podcast last week. But uh, you got monkey stumped and you ain't going to make it this week. So hopefully you so, can bounce back.
0: So something I, I like to write about in my column in the Swagger uh, newsletter is it says M-E-R under your name if you look at it, and that stands for manage management or manager efficiency rating. Basically means, like, did you start the the right players or did you leave people on your bench? And you guys both have over 90% in that, so that means that you didn't leave many points on the bench and you skull drug Ashley, (laughs) and Ashley's one of the top, you know, members of Swaggerette, so I think that says a lot. I don't really see any holes in your team except maybe defense. I don't know. Seattle's defense is kind of shaky a little bit, but you got the Browns defense with 24 points on the bench. I know uh Browns aren't great, but they put up a bunch of points last week. Everybody else, though, I mean, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Nuke Hopkins, Robert Woods, CeeDee Lamb, Thielen, Jesus. I mean, that's an envious, uh, enviable team, I would say. Same thing with Ashley, though.
3: I'm looking at her team. She has Kamara, Hunt, Jones. She kind of had an off week a little bit. Yeah. Very
5: she awesome. had a lot on by, I think.
3: So you kind of hit her yeah. at the right time. So I'm sure she's listening to this podcast, running down uh, Abbey Lakes, laughing and stuff. But uh, she'll, Maybe not laughing. She'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: I mean, this is certainly probably a, a playoff preview, right? I mean, Absolutely. You would think that if, these two teams probably would face each other again. If not a Super Bowl preview.
4: So I predicted um, last week that Celeste would go ahead and knock Ashley out of that undefeated position, and I just want to thank Celeste for making me look super smart because not only did she knock her out, I mean, an 88.5-point win, and Celeste is sitting here MVP while Ashley's uh, sitting at home eating Cheerios or something, was so that way to go. That was your lock, right? That was my lock. I got you, sis.
0: Thank you. Celeste, bringing home the bacon.
3: Anytime time uh, we can take a shot at Ashley's a win, right? No, sir. Okay, well, that's what, what you said off-air. Congratulations to you on a great week. Thank you for Thank joining you. us on the podcast. Thank you for bringing your, your bum husband along. Uh, <laughs> I got a couple <laughs> motors that need some work back in the shed. Got a two-stroke Kawasaki uh, 250 that's back there. That's it, ago. and my blower's not blowing. So, so le- so us, not At least not blowing up to your standards.
0: <laughs> who's, your, who's your favorite person that you like to cheer for, kind of maybe an underdog or something on your team?
5: I've threatened to cut... Greg the leg several times. Oh, but I can't cut him because no. he's in the top four. So I just can't. Um, I did sit C D lamb one time and that's probably not gonna happen again because yeah. he uh, you know, I mean they just well, Higby needs to get his now, shit though. together. Yeah, but at Dak, this point, but
0: Dak needs a replacement ankle now. Correct. Survive, so
5: so. Uh, so he may be maybe riding the bench this week. We'll yeah.
0: see.
3: All right. Well
0: let's introduce swagger MVP. All right, next up we got Mr. Dustin Concien, Shoopy Crew Lit, our swagger MVP.
2: It's
3: time now for your swagger week oh,
2: MVP.
3: All right, Dustin, we have Dustin Constant, a.k.a. Shoe Pick Crew Lit on the phone. Thanks for joining us, buddy. What are you doing right now?
2: Man, I'm, I'm actually still at work, uh, kind of coming off the fly with this right now. I never thought um I'd see day I'd be on Swagger, Swagger Podcast for so MVP, but here we are.
3: Well, that makes two of us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, you done made it to the big time.
0: Nah, no, shit.
2: Oh, that's it. We're rocking and rolling. I'm about to go undefeated the rest of the season, I believe.
3: <laughs> hey, did they know that you're drinking and driving on the job? Uh,
2: no. You're not supposed to know that either. <laughs>
3: look, I'm I'm gonna go over your team a little bit, but before we do that, I want people to know that this is your first win of the season. So you wasn't in the bottom three, but you were in the bottom four, and by points, you wasn't. You were still winless. Well, look, yeah.
2: man, I'm I'm a I'm going to be honest, I didn't even look at my line up maybe once or twice <laughs> with the hurricane and all that hit. Work's been kind of crazy lately, and uh, it's just been balls to the wall well, we were working 18 eight with these.
3: I'm glad you brought that up. I know you've been working a lot, and I know you got this pretty little girlfriend you just started dating. And I keep seeing pictures of you and her on the beach, on Facebook, and you're not picking up any waivers. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to come out there last for sure.
2: Yeah, it, you know, it wasn't expected. And, in fact, I hadn't looked. Until what it was Sunday night, and Kota texted me, and he was like, "Man, uh, you might end up on podcast." I'm like, "From from what?" And he's like, "Well, you got the highest score." I said, "No shit."
3: <laughs> well, sometimes it just happens to work out that way, brother.
2: Yeah. I definitely, though, I want to give a, a special shout-out to the Baltimore Ravens.
3: Oh, fuck. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. They scored you better, 41 points for you. you better send yes. them a, a fucking Christmas Baltimore,
2: card. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens and uh, Mr. Mister Martindale pulled through for me this week.
3: <laughs> yeah, now the whole defense is out <laughs> with a knee injury. You saw that on uh, RT Sports. Somebody brought it up today. But if you go on RT Sports right now and you go to Baltimore Ravens defense, it says, out, knee injury. <laughs> For the whole Baltimore defense.
2: Yeah, I seen that little notification come, but
3: look, you your team, Patrick Mahomes, Ty Gurley, <laughs> Derrick Henry, Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, Jamison Crowder, Baltimore Ravens defense. How in the hell are you winless before this
1: week?
2: I, I don't know. I I was confident after the draft going into it and I, I thought I had a pretty solid thing going on this year and then we had a few injuries that came and kinda of threw Little curve balls in the mix of everything, and a couple of subs here and there. But I, I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of lost.
0: Dustin, Still. you think you think you you kind of lost a little interest whenever you fell down those first three weeks, or is it just because our first sorry first four weeks, or is it just because you've been kind of busy? I, I think even though you were kind of busy, if you'd have won a game or two here or there, you probably would have been be- you probably would have been on top of your shit
2: right well I, I maybe a little bit of both for, for sure these last couple of weeks works just been kind of nuts uh, I hadn't been being able to put the time into fantasy like I had wanted to um but but aside from that you know those first two losses three losses uh I just kind of took with a grain of salt I try not to let it bother me too too much I put in oh, put in who I thinks gonna do good that particular week or, you know better than than the other people I got sitting on the bench but you
3: bounce
0: back, man. You
2: back. You right back in it.
3: Before we called, you, before we called you, uh, the folks that are here with us on the podcast this week asked me what you did for a living, and I said you were a pullman, which is not exactly uh, accurate. I, I I meant to say lineman, but pullman sounds way better. Well,
2: that is what you'd find on
0: my W-2s. Most of the people I know that works on pole don't follow W-2s or W-4s <laughs> or 1099s a, or none of that
3: shit. <laughs> that's, that's a cash business, brother.
2: Well, it doesn't specify, so that's the thing. It, it may or may not be.
3: Look, uh, we got Swagger Family Day coming up. I don't know if you're planning on uh, uh, defending your title from last year. You and Colt Stevens won the Jambalaya Cook-Off last year. Are you planning on coming cook?
2: absolutely yeah definitely gonna make that we're still kind of up in the air for what we're gonna be throwing down into the pot this year but uh we definitely come and defend the title and and plan on keeping keeping it at the top
3: you hear that he's throwing out that he's he's planning on taking the title home for two years in a row so y'all that are cooking y'all better come with it, y'all mind right because uh dustin Con said y'all hear how flat he talks that means that boy could cook good yeah
0: oh man yeah he's gonna have that rule right right him Go ahead oh, yeah. Knife oh, yeah. sharp,
2: pooh. That's right. That black iron pot, I've been going in the back every day and going rub all on it like a demon.
0: <laughs> I gotta, I gotta put a little salt and in and, and scrub mine with a little potato or something there, uh, Dustin. Cause my shit's a little I'm dry, a little rusty right now. Yeah, it's
2: you little, need it. Uh, go, go to the L N N. L N N got that Lord you could get from them. That blackened them cause the best.
0: Oh, I need some of that me. I need that me. <laughs>
3: a good deal bro I appreciate you joining us taking a couple time out be safe out there we appreciate all the hard work trying to keep all these guys affected by uh, hurricanes with some power and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next couple of weeks at tailgate or family day or both absolutely yeah I'm
2: looking forward to it and um uh, glad to be a part of it I may not may not be putting up the points like some of the other ones but I'm there in spirit I think I am look
3: <laughs> last year uh, Travis Gomez he had like a point seven percent chance to make the playoffs after like four or five weeks and he ended up making the playoffs and if i had to guess you're gonna be that guy this week because you got a damn good team i have no idea how you were owing for matter of fact if i was in the same conference with you right now i would trade you all of my players for your players because and i'm three and two so don't get discouraged keep setting that line up and uh we'll see you soon brother be hey, safe
0: in real talk appreciate what you do man because i work in down in southwest louisiana and went down there right after laura and uh it's it's a mess man and I, I we really appreciate what y'all doing down there
2: and look that means a lot i, I do appreciate that too because a lot of the times even out on them storms man you out there trying to help their you know other families away from your family and uh we get a lot a lot of goals from people and people you know just doesn't look very highly of us because they've been out of power for so long but man it's a process and it's yeah. it's stressful it's a lot but i yeah. appreciate that. thank you
0: no doubt man be safe
2: Will do, man. Later, Later, buddy. Later.
0: All right. Thank you, Dustin, for joining us remotely today. And next up, we have Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein with our Swagger League news.
5: Ladies and gentlemen. Can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names: Lititz.
0: It's Linits.
2: Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out
5: Delhi, Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick disc issue, rather in his lower back.
0: It's now time for the Swagger News Update. Brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein and the voice of Swaggerette, Courtney Lichtenstein.
3: Welcome to week six of the Swagger News. Actually, it's week five. Fuck, it is week five. Boy, in a, you, what I was two weeks.
0: Oh, I never know, because we are like podcast seven, but it's... It's that's podcast right. right, seven. That's because y'all
4: back. did like an intro.
3: Don't cut this out. Half. That's perfect. No, let's go. Welcome to week five of the Swagger News. That Got that, that one accomplished. All right, here we go. Starting with Swagger, your weak MVP. We just spoke to him. Shoe pick, crew lit. Dustin Concier scored 218.75 points. Did not know that until Sunday night football. I'm guessing Colt Stevens sent him a nice little text message He said, give a shout-out to the Baltimore Ravens, even though they're out on a knee this week. LVP, making fantasy great again. Roland Gobert, which was our MVP last week, right? Couldn't make the podcast, so there's no such thing as a podcast uh, uh, curse, all you ladies in Swaggerette. He scored 101.05 points. Power Rangers this week. Gump's IUD Slayer jumped six spots to take over the number one spot. Once again, Colt 45 jumped seven spots to take the number two spot. And Zero Dark 22 beat the shit out of me and jumped four spots to the number three location. Shout out, Matt. Last place race. No Neil Claymore, a.k.a. No Knees Claymore like Chucky has turned him, is our last place team at the moment. One in four, 679.65 points. The big timers is one in four. And he's only 0.65 points behind D- Dylan for last place. Ginger Ninja is also one and four, and he's fifteen point two points ahead of those two guys. Other notes, there is only one remaining undefeated teams out of two in the entire swagger leagues. So we got one little girl that's uh undefeated. Quidditch is greater in football. Steven Menor's little girl, she is undefeated. But the only other person that's undefeated in a swagger league is Colt forty five, Colt Stevens, which happens to be Dusty Contiens. Good friend. Stan Duval is the current points leader for Swagger. And last week we had four winless teams. Guess what? All four on one. So therefore four play, ginger ninja, no new claymont, Shoupick, all got their first wins of the season, so no winless teams anymore. Turning it over to Courtney for Swaggerette
0: News.
4: All right, we have our MVP, Miss Celeste Jaro, fresh princess of I think it's Ela, right? The H is silent. Is that right? It's French. Okay, with 203.70 points, I do have to mention that on Jaela Gel did lose MVP by a mere 0.05 points. So I did feel like I needed to give her like a little minute shout out, not to take the uh, the spotlight off of Celeste. Our LVP is Christina Lasser. No punt intended. With 105.2, she is also our lowest points. Okay, for our standings, there are no more undefeated teams, but we do have seven one-loss teams. In our power rankings, we have a new number one. It's our MVP, Fresh Princess of Hilaire, takes over the top spot from Wine and Grind after beating her this week. But no worries, Wine and Grind is there in the second place, and we have Trophy Wife in the third place. Our last place teams, Jen Sabwa, which is our only remaining winless team, unfortunately. Come on, Jen, you got to get at least one win in and then we have Turf Titty and Black and Old.
3: Going to Swaglock, the MVP this week. You want to guess who it was there, Courtney?
4: Oh, it was us. It was us.
3: 367.85 points for the Lichertzines. We beat the shit out of the Go Bears.
4: Oh, and it felt so good.
3: Take that, Roland. Fucking humble brag right there, huh? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Beauty Christ. and the Beast. We whipped the Beauty and the Beast's ass like your boy Gustav or whatever the fuck his name is. Gaston. <laughs> Gustav is a hurricane. Yeah, you know, we so. beat that ass like Gustav. <laughs> <laughs> Take your roof off, bitch. <laughs> <You're> going, <laughs> Call your insurance adjuster, bitch. <laughs> All right, our LVP was the Cortezes. they pretty terrible, I'll be honest with you.
4: I wouldn't say they. It's, it's just, just Alicia. redhead.
3: It's, no, it's just Alicia. Alicia's like 300 points behind everybody else in Swaglock.
4: Well, in she's doing fabulous.
3: Well, she is doing really good in Swaggerette, but it's good she's doing in Swaggerette. She's doing really bad in Swaglock, so... Uh, Cody, if you want to beat her, I'm not going to blame you. Standings look like this. There's a new leader in town. Who is it, Courtney?
4: I don't want to say it. Who is it? It's the TVs, and they kicked our butts last week.
3: They did, and they 4-1. and one. The Go Bears are second. Emails are third. So, emails have fell two spots in the last two weeks. Power rankings is the same as last week. Go Bears emails TVs Going to Swagger Franchise. MVP this week was?
4: Chop it like it's hot. That's me. And Jay.
3: And Jay. Yeah, but it's mostly me. Uh, sorry, Jay. 285.62 points. Actually, it's probably all Jay. LVP. Can we, can we say who? Okay. I was gonna, all right, go ahead. Go Who's ahead. The LVP? It wasn't me. <laughs> so after winning LVP for three weeks in a row, Green Bayer Curse, a.k.a. Thane DeLon, Thane DeLon. <laughs> Tong Did not lose this week. He was replaced by Treppin Travis, who took this week's honor of scoring the lowest points so far. Of the entire season. So, they they went out with a bang this week, you can say, (laughs) Guess what? Mike Hebert, he lost for the second time in a row. Our two-time reigning champ, lost for the second time in a row. But guess what? Still number one in power rankings, still number one in points. He got a chink in his armor, man. He's done. Uh, Nick and Jay moved up to number two in power rankings, tied with big fat Head Steve for number two. So, let's move to Swagger Junior News. MVP this week was Southern Sweet Tees, Aubrey Tabor, 225.55 points. Listen to the special interview with uh, her on the Swagger Junior News. Undefeated teams, like I said earlier, Reese Benoit is one of two undefeated teams in all of Swagger. So this week we had a female MVP. We have a female undefeated team. So I'd say the girls are kicking butt. What do you say?
1: Who
4: run the world?
3: Girls. Yep. Check out the Swagger Jr. podcast, like I said, check it, to hear more about Swagger Jr. news. Swagger Guillotine. <laughs> this week, it, it really weighs on me and makes me feel... Extra emotion to give you. Shut swagger. the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and fuck you. You got your hair cut off there, Casey Jarrell. How does that make you feel?
1: Uh, I mean, if Nick Chubb don't go out, hey, your ass is where I'm at right now. So
3: actually, that's incorrect. Uh, <laughs> Troy, use
1: which the he- Dallas Cowboys has not been relevant. Since late 80s, maybe early 90s, Troy. Hey, you, Just you, letting you know. This sounds like a Supreme Court justice fucking <laughs> interviewing uh, right now.
3: Go ahead, Casey. Tell us about everything you want to talk about because you're never going to see MVP. So this is test. your time on the hey, Swagger this Podcast. This is my time. So how about you know, LSU? Shut the fuck
1: up. How about
3: LSU? does LSU doing? This year?
1: LSU's better than Florida State. Period. <laughs> Drop the mic. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. All right. Well. Stop this my ass. <laughs> all
3: right. Can't then. stop the shot. What? I'm going to need you to Shut get back bus on bus that what? motor. All change. All change, <laughs> buddy. All change. All right.
1: All right. I got to go fix your blower. If y'all
3: didn't
0: get that, Casey lost this week in Swagger Guillotine, so he's out.
3: His his name was Hot Chub Time Machine. So, one of those good uh, names that are in the finalists for name of the year is now gone. So, I'm going to be bidding a lot of money on Josh Allen. No. Yep. Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. I'm putting up a, a cool $800 on Josh
1: Allen. Dude, you're, still, you're still not blowing hard enough. Got, <laughs> hey. Wait till you see the money. I, I got to fix your blow up. I got to fix your blow Nick. Hold up. You
3: only got like $30. I know. I'm going to put up $29 on somebody. <laughs> Fuck that. Andy Dalton, baby. Got bye weeks coming up. All right. Here we go. Swagger versus Swaggerette. Courtney's going to give us the Swaggerette scores, and I'm going to give you the Swagger scores. So go ahead, Courtney.
4: Okay, we have our, our first-place finisher, Celeste Jarro with 203.70 points.
3: Well, I'm going to double down and give you Dustin Concier for 218.75 points, a win for Swagger League. Ding!
4: Don't look at me like that. <laughs> In second, we had Gel Exotic with 203.65.
3: And I'm going to go ahead and give you a zero-dark-22 Mr. Matt email for 210.15 points, another win for Swagger League
4: okay and in third place we had trophy wife which is wife of zero dark 30 with 181.35 points
3: well his name is zero dark 22 but that's okay
4: did i say 30
3: cousin of zero dark 22 slash 30 slash Hike slash trophy wife slash okay gump's iud slayer Corey adams scored 207.55 points a clean sweep for swagger league who runs the world
4: if we would calculate this correctly it would probably be us
3: okay Ashley Jr. over here. Week five results, 3-0 for Swagger League. That brings our year-to-date score, 13-2. to
1: so I think Nate, that doesn't mean you need to put three times the numbing gel on your penis. <laughs> <letting> you know. <laughs> uh,
3: your time is up on Swagger Podcast. Please get a microphone back to your wife and stop taking her hostage. Uh, let's say Swagger's kicking butt. How can we make this fair? I mean, the girls keep bringing it up. We can't. You brought it up. High Ashley high brought it up. How man. do I make it fair? Talking to the mic.
5: Add more guys.
3: Are you talking about per draft?
5: Absolutely. Yeah, we, I mean. Then it would be apples to apples.
3: Actually, I think what we're going to do is add more girls. And we're going to try to make it a 30-woman league. And that way, it'll be ten. We still not to apples to apples. Thirty look, we, doesn't equal 40. In all defense, we tried to make it a thirty man, woman league this year for the girls. Cause I like look 10, 10 person leagues. I think is the is my favorite personally. Because yeah. Because yeah. Wivers still have some things, and the teams themselves are better. We tried to make it a 30-woman league. We didn't quite get the numbers that we needed, so we, we went with a 24-person league. So, next year, if we can recruit six more people, we'll make it a 30-person league. you need to hit league. the
0: recruiting trail, Celeste.
5: I will say that we're putting up pretty damn decent numbers for having extra people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, y'all got two wins compared to 13, so you can put that Isn't in your 5 Isn't there pocket. like a
4: handicap in golf? We can't get like a handicap? Is that a thing? Ooh. You can't just give us like yeah. X amount of points each week?
3: We could.
0: Blindly? We could, but what y'all going to give like us? Like
4: double Not a thing.
0: I don't know. I mean, does it, does it, does it, do you need to win that bad every week? I mean, come on.
4: Do you
5: know
3: us? Let's just handicap it until they lose, they win. All right. Well, Swaggerettes win for the year. Yay. Everyone gets a trophy. Everybody gets an award. You guys are so much better
0: than us. Let's go. We'll admit it. Let's go to the next section of the podcast. (laughs) Next up, we got them Saints. Who that? I keep dropping the ball. I keep dropping. Ten yard line. Snap. Placement. Kicked by Hartley, and it is. And it's good. It's good.
3: It's good.
0: Picks a flown. Hell is frozen over. The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl. And now it's time for. Saints in 60 seconds. Yours. New Orleans Saints came through under the bright lights on Monday night to defeat the Los Angeles Chargers in overtime by a score of 30-27. Drew Brees and the Saints offense managed to rally the team back from a 17 point deficit to get the win. With Michael Thomas being a healthy scratch due to his healthy scraps with teammates in practice, fellow wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders stepped in and had another big game. The shaky Saints defense allowed Chargers rookie quarterback Justin Herbert to toss four touchdown passes but came up huge in the overtime Session getting a much needed stop to end the game. The Saints now sit in a three way tie for first place in the NFC South at three and two with Tampa Bay and Carolina. The Saints are on a bye this week, but have a huge divisional matchup against Carolina next week. All right, the New Orleans Saints, the cardiac kids, the comeback kids. Look, two, two weeks ago comes back from a 14 point deficit. This week, comes back from a 17-point deficit, the largest deficit since the Miami game in 09 when Reggie Bush was flying. Cabrera's was dunking goalposts. Yeah, that's been a while.
3: Look, a couple different takes on this. First one is, imagine being in the Dome last night. God, hard night before.
0: That was his last Monday night game. I mean, if he doesn't come back, that was – the Last one that's scheduled, dude. If we'd have been in that, don't.
3: First of all, I would have probably threw up about three times and oh, drank man. about $600 in whiskey. But I wish I would have been there for that because that would have been one of those games you remember, right? Yep. Secondly, Saints, Saints, if Saints continue on the track that they're on now, no way in hell they're a Super Bowl team. Not even so close.
0: They score 30 points a game and they give up 30 points a game as their average. It's, I mean, so uh, in you know. Can't stand fucking Bobby A. Bear, but he he really said it well the other night. I listened to him. It's like that's a five hundred team. You win one, you lose one. You win two, you lose two. That's that's how it works when you when you're right there, right, giving up and scoring the same amount of points. Look, and, and
3: Los Angeles is not a bad team. Herbert Herbert's a real deal. I wish we had a that's Herbert a on deal. our bench because that kid. That Third, yeah, his third start. Casey said third start. Yeah. I'm not giving him a mic anymore for the rest of the podcast. But he did. He, it is his third start, and the dude can fling the ball. It, about, it was evident.
0: What about his three, his his first three starts was against Patty Mahomes, Tom, Patty Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. I mean, it's only gonna get
3: easier <laughs> from here. Who are they playing this week?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So he's
3: probably looking at the opponent this week, like man, this good. is like a break for me.
0: I thought. Man, I thought coming out of Oregon he was good and it's something about like those Pac twelve guys. Look, I'm not a big college football guy, but it's like I remember Aaron Rodgers coming out of Cal. And I mean, it's these guys the the Pac twelve has that ability to recruit these guys that are end up being really good NFL quality guys. And I thought Herbert fit in well. I thought he'd be an N F L caliber quarterback. He's fucking huge. He's like six two or six four or something and He's got a strong arm. I figured the Saints were going to be in for it. That's why I started Justin Herbert in Swagger this week.
3: Well, look, a win's a win. It's not the be- most pretty win in the world, but a win's a win. Um, Courtney and I were sitting there watching it, and you can ask her. I was frustrated. And, look, Drew made a couple – each week he seems like add one or two longer throws down the field. But he's it's still evident that he's not Drew. Like, that Pat, perfect example – and you, I can call him check down Charlie or whatever I have the whole year. Perfect example was when Alvin Kamara is coming across on third down, and he puts the ball behind Kamara. Now, Kamara usually catches that nine out of ten times, but yeah. that was the one time he didn't. Drew never throws that ball. That ball was a good two yards behind Kamara, and he only got a hand on it. That was a five-yard pass or a six-yard pass, yeah. and Drew missed it. So Drew has to get better because this, this – that new course mail that Taysom had is starting to wear off. He, that, yeah, they know what's up. Like it's obvious. They know what's up. I put it
0: in the group and, and Casey kind of chided in too. When I put it, it's like, he reminds me now when he's in the game, it's like Leonard Fournette when he, in his LSU days playing against Alabama, like those games, Alabama stacked the box, like Fournette didn't do shit. And everybody was like, Oh, Fournette sucks, you know, whatever. But, He doesn't suck. You're not going to get positive yards when the defense knows exactly what you're doing. He kind of sucks. But, yeah, Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, I disagree. Drew, Drew. at At the same time, I guess what I'm getting at is that Sean Payton, I feel like has lost his creativity when it comes to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's got to hit some deep balls. He's got to throw some balls. He's got to throw passes. Because if not, the defense is not going to respect him whatsoever because they don't right now. I they agree. know when he comes in the game, it's a freaking running play.
3: I agree. Is Drew – so let's talk about this real quick, not to go on and on about the Saints, but is Drew not Drew? Or is it because the receivers are not getting open? Or is it because Mike Thomas hasn't come back you yet? You have
0: Michael Thomas in the game. I mean, Michael Thomas caught, what, 149 balls last year? And they were all quick slants, you know, whatever, slant, slant boy. boy. But – Emmanuel Sanders is coming into his own in this offense. I love Emmanuel Sanders. He's good. Traquan Smith is finally showing up. Jared Cook's a beast. You can't tell me if Michael Thomas is not on one side of the field, a cornerback for sure in man coverage, and maybe even a safety doubling over. You know, like he commands respect. You throw in Kamara in there, the Saints offense can be lethal – I think when that coverage is rolling over, especially to Thomas' side to open up shit for a lot of people. Just just think of it like this though.
3: We have a better we have more weapons than Kansas City has on offense.
0: I feel like we got the best weapons that we've ever had for Drew Brees right I, now. This I year. agree.
3: But the problem is he can't utilize them outside of ten yards. Or he hasn't. Yeah. Now will that change? I don't know. That ball to Cook? That ball to Cook was good. Beautiful ball. Yeah. The week before, the ball to Traquan? Beautiful ball. But he's so scared to do that. You yeah. can't do it one time a year. You've seen the stat. He is by four the shortest
0: completion quarterback in the league right now. The, the, only, the only thing I'll say, like, and I'm not – I always like to say my untrained eye because I don't know shit about football. i just watch it. But – it is – are these guys really getting open or are they not downfield? I don't watch the All-22s. I don't watch the tape. I don't know. But I know that Drew Brees throws to – his favorite target is the open receiver. If you're not open and he don't feel like he can throw you open, he ain't going to throw it to you. That's why he has so much trust in Mike Thomas. So,
1: I don't know. What do you think, Casey? Casey, look, Casey I, grabbed a mic, I, so you got to say something. I know him. Casey's about to fucking I, go on his look, bash
0: bench on Drew Brees right here. So. No,
1: no. I'll hate to – you know, interrupt your offensive party right now, but our offense scores 30 to 40 points a game. Our defense is the problem on the New Orleans Saints. Our defensive backs specifically, Hendricks, beast. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, absolute beast. Our our defensive backs and safeties are terrible. DBU, let's go ahead and say it, Florida State, (laughs) terrible. Terrible. Got it burnt. I don't know if you
3: noticed, know but it ain't the Florida State quarter running the uh, defensive no, it's back. it's not him. It's proud, him no. and, o,
1: and o, the rest of the Ohio it's, State team that we have, it the Ohio we have State back State there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? It's not yeah. the FSU ones. It's yeah. the Ohio State ones. So, yeah. Lattimore consistently got burnt every play. He saved yes, the game. Yes, he did save he the, game the game and game. made one tackle. Granted. Yeah, but, but he gave it up three they, touchdowns. It shouldn't have came up to that that play. That's all. How do we feel about
3: Malcolm Jenkins? He's terrible. He sucks. He's terrible. But look on that play that Robinson got hurt. Talking about DBU, I mean not hurt, uh, burnt. Robinson, that was a cover two, so the safety over the top has anything outside and back. Well, guess what happened? The safety wasn't there, so Robinson looked back. You supposed to be picking up the guy, and then nobody's picking
0: him up. So I don't know if y'all y'all pay attention to Pro Football Focus. I I, I kind of pay attention to them a little bit, but it's like. Marcus Williams is their love child. They love to grade this dude so high and all this shit. Marcus Williams, this Marcus Williams, that. Like, that dude sucks, man. Yeah. I don't know.
3: You know who Malcolm Jenkins remind me of? Roman Harper. Great tackler. Yeah. You get him around a lot. He's like a linebacker. You
0: know what? If they would use him more as a linebacker, but they got him playing deep safety, he ain't fucking Darren Sharper. and He he can't make those plays like that. And he plays
3: 100% of the snaps. Yeah. So –
0: that put, put him rushing a passer. Yeah, help him, help him generate a little pass rush.
3: All right, let's move on because we could be on the Saints for the next 10 years. The Saints on by,
0: so we ain't got no picks for this week. Uh, so what's next, Uncle Thing? Next up, we got a friendly competition between Nasty Nine and Juicy J's Dimes. Before I ever ran a casino or got myself blown up,
1: Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I was so good that whenever I bet I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. I'm serious. I had it down so cold.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for Nasty Nate's Nasty Nine Dimes. It doesn't matter if you're wagering a unit or your 401k balance. Nasty Nate will give you the inside track. This segment is for entertainment purposes only. Okay, so if you are a loyal listener to the podcast, which I know you all are because you're listening and that makes you loyal, you will know that in this segment we had a challenger last week, Mr. Jay Riche, figured he'd take on our resident expert, Nasty Nine, and make his picks. So last week in the competition, both contestants ended up going 3-1 pretty impressive. We had a Miles Brennan tiebreaker that I'm not smart enough in math to really figure that out. And plus, I've lost all my money betting with Nasty Nate all year, so I can't afford to buy a calculator or pay attention. But I have been told that Mr. Charlie Bellello has reviewed the numbers and has awarded that tiebreaker to Jay Riche So moving on to our picks. First, we'll start with the challenger, Jay. He has Georgia plus seven over Alabama. He has North Carolina minus 13 over Florida State. He has Old Miss, minus three over Arkansas, and Tennessee, minus six over Kentucky. Moving on to our expert, Nasty Nine. Nasty Nine has UCF, minus three against Memphis, Georgia, plus seven against Bama. So that one could potentially be a push since Jay picked it as well. Cincinnati, plus seven against the Indianapolis Colts, and the New York football Giants, minus two and a half against the Washington football team. And those are your Nasty Nine and Juicy J Picks of the Week. Very rarely do our hosts or guests say anything incorrect or inconsistent with the truth. But when it does happen, we are obligated to bring it to the listener's attention. Next up, What We Got Wrong. Am I wrong?
1: thinking the box from where I stay.
0: All right, What We Got Wrong. Unfortunately, our esteemed guest host, Mr. Jared Lacerra, could not join us tonight. trying to do my best to fill in for him. But he did get something wrong in his absence last week. He sent in a pick, his lock of the week, that the New York Jets would win a football game. That did not happen. That was ballsy,
3: but came up a little short. Came up a little short.
0: I also had a lock that... I told you to fire up your Jason Myers, and I gave you a slew of reasons why. But probably the biggest thing that I omitted and forgot to look at was that <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks had only kicked two field goals in four games.
3: You don't kick field goals when you score touchdowns every time on the thing.
0: So they played five games now, and they still only kick two field goals. So I was definitely wrong there. All right. What else we got wrong? Is that it? Uh, I think you got something wrong, didn't you? I don't think so. No, you were good. Nope, I'm always right. Okay, you were right. Yeah, that's right. You hit your locks. My locks were.
3: Roland Gobert is going to lose. And last week I said it, and he won MVP. This week I said it, and he won LVP. So
0: you, you said Drew Brees was like a check down Charlie, and
3: he sucked. And I, I mean, I, was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him as Joe Montana yet. <laughs> Look, uh, just to bring it up real quick, last year I did the same thing with Vance. I said Vance is going to win. He, he did it two weeks in a row. Right, the first yeah. week he lost, the second week he won. Same thing with Roland. I said he was going to lose. First week he won, second week he lost. So yeah. maybe next year I'll do it again. But uh, also, I know this is not what we got right, but I'd like to give a shout-out to our, our host, Jared Lasserre winning his first Saints pick. So he picked the Saints to win this week, and he got his first Saints dub of the year. So.
0: He got the grig off him.
3: I mean, it was about a foot and a half – From being uh, wrong again, but unfortunately, fortunately for all the Saints fans, it hit the goalpost. So, let's go to this week's locks. Get the music,
0: ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Swagger Podcast. Locks of the week. All right, time to start and give our locks of the week. Nick, what you got?
3: I'm first, huh? My lock this week, as most of y'all know, my buddy uh, Dak broke his ankle slash leg, and, man, it was a terrible sight, and everybody feels bad for him. But I'm going to go out on lock and say that Andy Dalton, he's no slouch. The red rifle. The red rifle. He's got those good-ass receivers that Dak had.
0: He's got that good ginger hair.
3: He's gonna throw for three fifty and three touchdowns this week.
4: Oh, I sure hope you're right, because Dak was my quarterback.
0: Damn.
3: What's yours, Courtney?
4: Uh, I'm gonna stay in the swaggerette lane, and I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, can't get over the bad calls is gonna go ahead and get her third straight win, and she's gonna take out, uh, no pun intended.
3: I know her son kicked our ass last night in football, so
4: he get it from his mama.
3: And Miss Celeste, Miss Elia, what's your lock this week?
5: I will also stay in the Swaggerette League and say that Jen Savoie will come through with her first win of the season.
3: Look at that.
4: Who is she playing? I know I looked at this.
3: Trophy wife. No, I'm joking. Ooh, that's a hell of a lie. You're going out on a limb right there.
5: Well, you know, she's only got Cam Newton to rely on right now.
3: Oh, you did some research. I like it.
4: It makes it fun to watch whenever you have stuff to go by. So this is going to be interesting.
0: How about you, Uncle Thane? I am going to lock that Adam Thielen will score 30 fantasy points. I ain't got him, but he's playing the Atlanta fail cons this weekend and everybody knows that if you want some fantasy parents you play whoever's playing atlanta on a little uh renaissance
3: coach too that's right well did jared have a lock he said uh my locks no stat changes for the saints this week there you go so there you go get them a win that's our locks for this week Uh, I gonna, do, man. Uh, I gonna think uh,
0: yeah, the man. they The fuck I look like. Uh. Oh, you niggas made this shit a game, huh? Y'all think i came to play, nigga. The fuck this. I look like. Uh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm back on the ass, nigga. the The fuck I look like. Whoa. Y'all niggas act like, like y'all don't know this. This is uh. the yeah. uh. The fuck I look like. No, whatever you wanna call me, nigga. Uh. All right Time for the looks like game Boys and girls Start us off the other thing Red A.K.A. Cody Cortez Looks like the carny At the fireman's fair that hadn't taken a shower in four days And operates the Tilt-A-Whirl
3: At the farmers' fair.
0: At the farmers' fair. (laughs) In Thibodaux. In Thibodaux,
3: Louisiana. Red looks like he uses a lot of sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna hear about Red, Courtney? Red looks like St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Celeste, what is your looks like?
5: My looks like is Nick. Looks like a little bitch that's still wanting about a vasectomy four (laughs) years later. True story.
3: True story. So factual. Celeste looks like she might need to speak to the manager. Uh, Maybe not. I want to talk to your boss.
4: I also have one about Celeste. Celeste Yaro looks like she would fight you over some kitchen towels and board games at a Black Friday sale.
5: That's right.
0: (laughs) Celeste Yaro looks like she has a happy fall, y'all sign.
4: (laughs) Maybe two? None? None. No.
5: Celeste
3: okay. looks like she has a bunch of stick figures on the back of the court depicting her
0: family.
5: <laughs> nope. Again, we are failing.
0: <laughs> I thought about one about my cousin over there, Casey Jarro. Casey Jarro looks like the guy you sit next to on an airplane that spits dip in a water bottle.
4: <laughs> that would be Uncle Nick.
0: <laughs> Used to be
3: four years ago. Casey Jarrow looks like he rides a horse out into the middle of Doe Camel Stadium and plants a spear that's on fire in the middle of the field. Just saying. How about Dustin? Y'all got something about Dustin? Dustin it looks like he cuddles for a living. and you, you can find him in the meet the cuddlers section of the snugglebuddy.com. Dustin Constand looks like he's on formersonly.com. Dustin Concian looks like he works at the hay baling area of Tractor Supply. <laughs> Dustin
0: Concian looks like he'll cut a 67-year-old lady in line at LNN on sale day. <laughs> Dustin Concian looks like he likes snowballs. What? I don't know. From Brooks or?
3: <laughs> from Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Brooks Snowball World.
4: Uh, Vance email looks like his hair plugs failed.
3: <laughs> Vance email looks like a Q-tip. Ashley email looks mad. <laughs> Ashley email is mad.
4: Probably because her <laughs> husband's hair plugs failed.
3: <laughs> Probably because he looks like a Q tip. Ashley email looks like her ears are super clean. <laughs> Casey Casey Jorro looks like he get, he has a uh, punch card at Napa Know How.
0: <laughs> Chuck Lichtenstein looks like he still has a subscription to Maxim.
3: Chuck Lichtenstein looks like the number two pencil that Chris used in college. It? Mm-hmm.
4: Chuck Lichtenstein looks like the spokesperson for Garanimals. <laughs>
3: Chuck Ligestine looks like he's never eaten a granola in his life.
4: Granola is not a food.
3: <laughs> that was a cracker. It is a
4: toddler um, apparel <laughs> store.
3: Who else ain't get good one? Terry Porsche looks like he was a hoe.
1: Rebecca Adams looks like she brings a pop tour to recess. Chipper Henner just still looks like that... He has a pair of baseball pants that he wears in his house with no shirt on. Oh, God. 100%
0: from school or what? Because I know them motherfuckers don't fit on no more.
1: Well, I think it was about a year ago he sent me a picture of him wearing baseball pants in his house with no shirt on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
1: Did you, did you set your
3: phone on fire? Bennett Porsche looks like he's gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> Casey... Casey uh, Jarro looks like an Indian rides on top of him into the middle of the field while the Indian plants the spear into the field.
4: <laughs> Renegade.
0: <laughs> Casey Jarro looks like a washed-up offensive lineman from high school that still talks about how many pancakes he's had his junior year.
5: And
0: he is. Casey Jaro looks like he wears baseball
3: pants in his house with no shirt on. <laughs>
5: Definitely not.
3: Nate Nacan looks like he cuts phase for a living in a jail.
4: Nate Knockin looks like a bobblehead Burt Reynolds figure.
2: <laughs> that is
3: right. 100%. Michael Lillard looks like he's the guy that picks up all the money in the Catholic Church for uh, communion, not communion, reunion, not reunion, uh, offering.
4: You're a Baptist.
3: Thane Delon looks like he checks his fantasy football scores in church.
0: Yeah. And it says DJ Dick Sucker. <laughs> the little old ladies looking at me really fucking crazy in there.
3: (laughs) Brian Perk looks like he sells lawnmowers at Lowe's. (laughs) 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 Brian Perk looks like he takes advantage of the 12 items or under with 42 items in his basket. (laughs) Larry Girl looks like the cousin of one of Joe Exotic's husbands. (laughs) The one missing all the teeth. Coach Stevens looks like the plumber you call from Craigslist that pulls up to your house in a 93 hard body after beating everybody else's bid by $350 and a 12-pack of Trulies. <laughs> Jeremy Ezell looks like he can spell the shit out of everything.
5: <laughs>
3: Brandon Vice looks like he easily contracts athlete's foot. <laughs> Steve Menor looks like he doesn't contract athlete's foot. Celeste Jarro looks like she's one of Santa's helpers for pictures in the mall. (laughs) Your your cheeks are so jolly. She has
4: enough patience.
0: And doubles that Chris (laughs) Ysays house for this fucking light show.
4: Chris is the photographer for the Santa's pictures in (laughs) Southland Mall.
3: Mandy Vice looks like she uses coupons a lot.
2: I bought her!
0: (laughs) Katie Benoit looks like she wishes a motherfucker would. Alright, that was our looks like game. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're offended, I can't help you. Talk to our lawyers. Stan Duval. Stan Duvall. Speak like, to the manager. Or he looks like he broke. Just make one call to Stan Duval. He brings a letter S to Sesame Street. Yep. All right. Next up, our listener questions. Got mail.
1: Dude, this thing claims I have mail.
3: It's amazing what we can do with computers these days.
1: Dude, now I'm reading it. <laughs> Listen, bro. I understand what you're saying, but I'ma help them understand what you're saying.
2: Basically. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all questions. Asking all questions. Why you asking all questions? Making
1: statements. Uh, uh,
0: all right, these are your listener questions, Uncle Nick. Yep. First question, first question, first question is
3: for Celeste Jarrow. Celeste, is this your first year playing fantasy football? And if it is, do you think you'll play again next year?
5: It is my first year playing fantasy football. And, of course, I'm going to play again.
3: She's hooked. We gave her a little sprinkle of the crack, and now she's hooked. That's right. If you had a choice between playing Swag Lock, Swagger Guillotine, swagger and you can only play one which one would you pick i'm guessing that's to like us
0: because we're the only ones that's in it that's hard that's hard i'm not gonna lie like guillotine is is maybe becoming my favorite league out of all of we talked about it we've been talking about it for like i think a couple years when you had introduced me to the idea i never heard of it it's it's freaking amazing i mean i love it I love the free agent acquisition bidding aspect of it. The whole deal is great. Swagger, obviously, the defending champ. I mean, I love Swagger, too. It's great with the camaraderie. All the people. I've never been in a league this big before. So, that's awesome. Swag lock in and of itself is awesome. The draft, everything. That's a tough one, man. I, I don't know. If I got to pick one, though, I, I, think, I think I might have to go guillotine. I don't know. I I think it's the future.
3: It tells you a lot about guillotine. Uh, Guillotine is a free league this year, and I found myself rooting for a player that was beating me in another league, but I had him in guillotine. So I'm rooting for a free league.
0: Tell them a little bit about guillotine. I don't know if everybody really understands what that that is.
3: Basically, the idea is you got 16 teams – Every week, the person's that's last. So once you play a week, the scores go away. Nobody cares what you did last week. But if you're a last-place team, you get chopped, meaning your team gets dropped and you're out of the league. And every week, you get down and get down and get down. So we're five weeks in and five people have got their head chopped. Casey was this week. So their players go to the free agent acquisition, to a waiver wire in essence, and then all the players remaining can pick up their players. But it's all on a set um, – allowance and you only have that one allowance for the whole year. So you kinda gotta be smart about how much you spend early or do you wanna save it for late or so on and so forth. Casey I'd like you to talk about guillotine a little bit.
1: So yeah guillotine uh the whole the whole bidding process I think is a whole different aspect of, of, of fantasy. Football. Way different strategy. You know, it, it's a way different strategy. Um Thane shot his wide way early in the season and yeah. I mean he, I got Derek he, he's, Henry he's and still, Russell He's still Wilson in there, now. and I'm not. So, yeah. I mean, I left with three hundred dollars left in my bank. Did it work out? No. DJ yeah. Chark that I picked up last week did not work out this week. How much yeah. you spent on him? I spent two eighty-two.
3: Yeah. See, it's 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 a dance, right? So I haven't. If you go back and look at all the weeks, I'm usually in the bottom five every week. I'm dancing in that bottom five, and I still have like almost nine hundred dollars left in my account. My idea was. I think I can get by on these players for a few more weeks, and then I'll drop it on. When I think I'm getting to a point where I can't win anymore, then I'm going to drop it on somebody. It might be this week. It might be Josh Allen because I got Drew Brees. But, look, Drew Brees puts up points every week, so who knows? But also, I put a poll in that league, um, for those of you that are not in that league, and I asked, I said, do you prefer free agent acquisition bidding over regular waiver wire tumblers? And overwhelmingly, we like the free agent acquisition bidding. Uh, so that's something that will probably come to Swagger next year. We'll probably put it in where, hey, you get $100 of real money and you bid on players. And if you get you spend your $100 in the first week, then you're done for the season. You can't pick up anybody else. But every single person will have a $100 limit of real money that they'll put. And I think it will increase the cost of our waivers. We did this a couple of years ago in Vance's League, and it increased our waiver expenditures by quadruple. So, you wanna wanna talk about that for a second? Do you like that? Oh, Do you I love s- it. I personally love it. like it?
0: Yeah, most of the other leagues outside of Swagger that I played in before had like a hundred dollar budget. However, it wasn't real money, so it was it was, you know, just fake money, whatever, kinda like how guillotine is this year. But I'm down for it. I mean it it's it it's changes. a different level of strategy completely. Look, first year that Vance
3: introduced it, I was like, Real money, nobody's gonna wanna spend real money. You Guess know, what? First big time free agent came up. Fifty three dollars for D'Angelo Williams the year that Le'Veon got hurt or whatever. And it was Jay Reshay, I think. So I was like, holy shit, he's willing to spend that much money. How about the women? How do you think you feel about that?
4: I was just about to ask you if there's a possibility that women could get into the guillotine league.
3: Oh, I didn't that's not where I was going. Let's talk before we go there, how about the free agent acquisition bidding process? Are you familiar with what we're talking about?
4: So you're telling me that whoever wins the bid gets the player. So what happens if two people max out at two people go $75 for a player.
3: I think it's whoever put it in first is the way the rules are. Okay. So,
4: but is there a way to just keep it where you still spend the same amount for your dues? Like Thane was saying, but you just get this, like this hypothetical a hundred dollars. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. you wouldn't do, uh, so I'm, girls a, I'm don't a cheapo. Pay for waivers. I'm not going to want to spend real money. Currently
3: the ladies don't pay for waivers, but you can absolutely, you can make it a million dollars if you want to. It's all, it's all relative, right? So, whether it's $100 of fake money or $1,000 of fake money, it could still be fake money or real money. The guys leave, we're making real money because currently we have to pay for waivers. So it makes it a little more interesting and helps out payouts. Remember a couple weeks ago, I uh, I didn't misunderstand, but I I spoke and said that you won money when the person won the week, whoever the MVP was that week. But I didn't realize that you guys don't pay out weekly winners. If y'all would go to something like this, we could pay out weekly winners. You would have won some money this week. Because we'd have that extra money to think. Look, we got a lot of time to talk about that, so I'm just kinda of getting a feel for that. But to go back to the original question, which one do I like the best? It's it's, it's man, hard. it's a it's a hard decision. The camaraderie of forty, the guillotine, the swag lock. I know you're not in the swag lock, but which no, one is your favorite out of guillotine and swagger?
1: I would probably say guillotine was my favorite this yeah. year.
4: But my question is that, do you think that guillotine is so appealing because you do have swagger to fall back on? I think I like the idea of guillotine, but only because I know that I would still be able to continue to play in Swaggerette and still have that weekly, like, the fun of watching. If it was just strictly guillotine and I would be cut week five and then my fantasy's over, I wouldn't be as excited
1: about it. Well, that Casey in today. So week five, I got cut in guillotine, and my swagger team is terrible. So the only thing I had going was to pay my Swagger dudes next year from a free league. <laughs> it's the only thing I had going in my, for myself, you know. Now I'm, I'm, ban- I'm banking on my wife to try to win some money yep. out of this whole she, deal. She's well on she, her way, gonna buddy. It down. So, she's going to hold it down. Look, if,
3: if I early, early preview of next season, I would think that Swagger League will indeed go to a free agent acquisition bidding process for waivers. And I'll let the Swagger Reds bid on it, whether it's real money or fake money. But the guys will go to a real money free agent list. We will have a final discussion vote. And also, I, I, I really think that Swagger League is going to go to a 50-man league. We have a 19-person waiting list right now, and those guys are begging me to get in. Begging me. I'm telling you. Some of these guys have been begging me to get in this thing. All right, let me wrap up with this. Swagger Tailgate is next weekend. Not this weekend coming, but the following weekend. We have rented a daiquiri machine. I will text every single person in Swagger and Swaggerette and try to get a head count on who's coming. It's going to be a good time. No kids at this one, but the following weekend is a Swagger Family Day. This will be a huge event. We got how many teams cooking? We have 10. 10 before. teams cooking so far in the cook-off. We got some guest judges that have nothing to do with the league. We're going to send out the rules. We'll probably have a popular vote where everybody that attends has a vote on who they think had the best cooking. Um, and that's going to be on the first. The Saints play the who, – who they played week? I know we played Panthers is it, the first is it time. the Bears? The Bears, the, that's right. It is the Bears. Bears. That speaking of that, we do have a football pool to pay for this thing. If you have not bought a square yet, please reach out to me and purchase a few squares. I hope you win some money, but at the same time, you're really helping out the league, and uh, that's all I got, Uncle Thane.
4: And we'll be able to give out any shirts ordered on the um, tailgate, and we just encourage you to wear them for a Swagger Family Day so we can get a cool pic of everybody in there, Swagger merch.
3: Yeah, if you have a Swagger f- – Uh, family shirt, Um, please wear it to Family Day, as Courtney just said. If you don't have one, you still have a couple more days in order to order one. I think Courtney has some extras or she can make another run
0: before the thing. So, um, Those are, what, 10 bucks. Yes, sir. All right. We also have an autographed LSU gold mini helmet by Clyde, the Glide, Edward Solaire, and Joey B. So, raffle that off. Try to raise a little money for the Swagger Podcast. Get us some better equipment. So, if y'all are interested in that, let us know. Celeste, thank you for being here today. Thank you yeah. for having me. I hope you had a good time. I did. I don't really
3: appreciate you bringing your bum husband with you, but uh, he made his way into the podcast. He I mean, so was the
4: chauffeur way. and he fixed your blower, so you should thank him. Yeah, yeah. Look,
3: thank And bloters. it was the
5: only way he was going to ever show up on a podcast. That's
3: what I was going to say. <laughs> High five.
4: <laughs> y'all going to really be eating your words if he ever makes it here.
0: That's right. He won't. All right. Until next week, hopefully, hopefully, I know y'all are sick of just hearing us. We need. Our boy, Mr. Jarrett Lassere, the captain of the ship, because we're out of control right now. So, Captain, please come back next week. We love you. Yeah, man. Go. Hurry back soon, uh, host. Peace. Who that? Later. Yeah. Shipper. Yeah.
1: Shipper. Yeah. Shipper.
0: Yeah.
5: Chip the fuck you are Look inside fuck you look inside your tiny mind Then look a bit harder. Cause we're so uninspired, so sick and tired of all the hatred so fuck you harbour. So you say it's not okay to be gay. Well, I think you're just evil. You're just some racist who can't tie my laces. Your point of view is medieval.